welcome to Unpacking iOS. My name is Jonathan Wiley, and this week I am talking about upgrading your iPhone, but maybe not in the way that you might think. So let's start unpacking. This week, new iOS devices are shipping to people all over the world. That's because every September, almost like clockwork, Apple announces the latest iterations of its flagship device, the iPhone. It's one of the best-selling smartphones ever, and it changed a lot about how we use our phones. The new iPhone 11 models feature the fastest processors, the best cameras, and the most battery life of any iPhone. However, as interested as I am to hear about all new iPhones, I've never bought one. You see, I've owned lots of different iPhones, but none of them have been the latest model in the lineup. I have always opted to buy an older iPhone, because for me, the best iPhone is actually last year's iPhone. And it might be for you too. Here's why. Perhaps the obvious place to start when comparing last year's iPhone to this year's is the price. Now, the new iPhone 11 starts at $699 in the US, while the iPhone Pro and the 11 Pro Max start at $999 and $1,099 respectively. These higher price points, especially from the 11 Pro and the 11 Pro Max, started with the iPhone X which means that to get a flagship iPhone, to get the best iPhone there is, you are going to be spending upwards of $1,000. A minimum of $1,000. And that's a lot of money for a smartphone, especially if you plan to upgrade it in a couple of years, like most people actually do. However, it's not all bad news because Apple do have cheaper iPhones that they're also willing to sell you. For instance, last year's iPhone XR which used to sell for $750, is now only $599. The dual camera iPhone 8 Plus from two years ago, the phone I'm currently using right now, is down to $549, while the venerable iPhone 8 is just $449. Want even more options? Well, Apple also sells refurbished iPhones. These refurbished devices come with new screens, new bodies, they look basically brand new, and they have the same one-year guarantee that the new devices have. But they sell out fast, so check their website often. You can get them at the Apple refurbished store online. Now, my cell phone carrier also sells refurbished iPhones, so yours might too. These are typically devices that people bought and then changed their mind about and returned them to the store. They come with a very useful discount compared to brand new devices. And again, they basically almost look brand new. Speaking of cell phone carriers, the iPhone XS and XS Max are also still available from stores who are looking to sell off their existing stock. You can't buy these phones from Apple anymore. So you will likely see deals on these phones as soon as the iPhone 11 starts to ship out to customers. You may even find some iPhone X models in there too. So there's lots of options if you shop around a bit. You don't need to splurge on the latest and greatest iPhone. 
Now, I'm not going to argue with you. The new iPhone is the best iPhone that Apple has made. However, last year's iPhones did not turn into bad phones as soon as the new models were released. The iPhone 11 and the 11 Pro are going to be better phones than their predecessors. That's a given. It happens every year. But the jump in performance and the quality is probably not as big as Apple might want you to think. Last year's phones still run the same version of iOS that the new ones are going to run. They will continue to get updates from years to come. And that means the older iPhones already have the majority of the features that are available to the new ones. Last year's models are fast enough to get things done. They still have the amazing cameras that Apple eulogized about 12 months ago. And they have the same warranty and reliability that the newest models have. So why are last year's iPhones so good? Well, one of the reasons is that we're starting to reach a point with smartphones where we're getting to that saturation level. For the last couple of years, people have wondered what else you can do to make a smartphone better. And the answer to that question is not very much. This is a mature product category. There are few, if any, missing features that customers are crying out for. So you see much more of an iteration year on year. And that's why people say there's not a huge jump from one year to the next. Because smartphones already do what we need them to do. And they do it very well. A lot of you listening to this, I know, are going to be thinking, the camera on my iPhone is my main camera. You might have a digital camera at home, a DSLR, a compact digital camera, but the one that you're going to use the most often is the one that you have with you all the time, which is your iPhone. So are the cameras on the latest iPhones better than the camera on your current device? Yeah, of course they are. Are they light years ahead of last year's iPhone? Well, you know, depending on your current model of iPhone, probably not. In fact, you won't have to look very far for the reviews that came out a year ago that said how great the camera was on the iPhone and how much better it was on the one on the year before. And that's because that's what the reviewers say every year. You know, you're going to see iPhone 11 comparisons when they're saying the camera is so much better than the 10s. But if you go back to the 10s, you'll see how it was so much better than the 10 and so forth. Every year the camera gets a little bit better, but that's because Apple just make good cameras on their smartphones. The old phones are still good camera phones. And if you're not convinced, take a look at the award winners from the 2019 iPhone Photography Awards. Many of the winners are using the latest iPhones, but not all of them are. The photographer of the year, Diego Lage, captured his images on an iPhone SE, and that was released in 2016. Other winning entries were shot on an iPhone 6, an iPhone 6S, an iPhone 7 Plus, all of which reinforces the fact that you don't need the best iPhone to take the best pictures. Are you tempted by the ultra-wide lens on the new iPhone 11 Pro? Well, let me help you out with that. Instead of buying a new iPhone, you could buy the Moment Wide Lens Attachment. This handy add-on sits in front of your phone to give you an 18mm field of view, the same focal distance as the new iPhone 11 Pro. 
when you combine it with the case that's designed to work with this lens, you're looking at around $150 to upgrade your iPhone camera. But that's significantly less than the price of a new iPhone 11 Pro. And let me tell you this, if you're serious about wanting to take better photos with your iPhone, take a class. The iPhone doesn't take the picture, you do. Owning the best iPhone that money can buy won't make you a better photographer overnight. It might help, but with a little knowledge, you can improve your pictures without investing $1,000 in a new phone. Get to know the iPhone camera and all that it's capable of. Go to an Apple store, take one of their free photography classes, or look at some online learning sites like Skillshare or Udemy and find a photography tutor that has the learning you need to get better with the phone you already have. Because let's face it, you don't have to replace your iPhone every two years. Your carrier might want you to, but you really don't need to. If you're thinking of getting a new phone, ask yourself why you think you need it. How will your life be better with a new device? What new features can you not live without? If you don't ask yourself questions like this, you run the risk of treating these devices like disposable phones and you can easily write off an average of $500 a year when you're buying these new flagship iPhones. If your battery life is getting worse, consider getting your battery replaced at an Apple store or an authorized Apple repair center. The $50 cost is a lot less than the brand new iPhone and can quickly breathe new life into your smartphone. Are you out of storage space? Go through your phone, delete the apps you don't need anymore, the ones you don't use, or you can go into your settings and turn on an option called Offload Unused App. This feature will save the app data but delete the apps from your phone until you need them. If photos and videos are swallowing up more storage than you want, make sure the iCloud Photo Library is turned on so that you can save the full resolution photos and videos to the cloud and have smaller, optimized versions taking up less space on your device. And if you need more iCloud space, you can get that for as little as 99 cents a month. Okay, so if you've made it this far and I haven't convinced you, you still want the newest iPhone that you can buy, then I'm probably not going to change your mind. However, I could probably help still save you some money. Apple has a pretty good trade-in program that you can use to turn in your old iPhone as part payment for a new one. Now, I know lots of people keep their devices for their kids, but if you can part with it, do it. It could save you up to $600 on your next iPhone. Learn more on Apple's website or in an Apple retail store. And if you're not buying your iPhone from Apple, you can sell it to an online retailer. Simply select the model and condition of your phone and you'll get an instant quote online that locks in the price they're willing to pay for your device. I'll add a list in the show notes of popular retailers that are willing to buy your phone from you. And lastly, if you don't trade, sell, or pass on your iPhone to a family member, at least make sure you take advantage of Apple's free recycling program. Smartphones have a noticeable impact on our environment due to the mining of precious metals and other materials that are used in their construction. Apple's program gives you the opportunity to help lessen that impact by recycling materials from your old phone to help make the new phones. 
And if you've never seen Apple's robots pulling these phones apart, dismantling all the little parts, you have to take a look at that. There's a great video I'll include to let you see that. All you have to do to recycle your phone is to drop it off at your local collection point or mail it to Apple with a prepaid shipping label. So that's about it for this episode. Are you buying a new iPhone? Let me know. Show notes as well as a blog post with all the links I talked about can be found at unpackingios.com. Thanks for listening and I will see you on the next episode.